All right. This is the moment of truth, Ken. Are you ready? Yes, yes, I'm ready. Okay. Let's go, buddy. Okay, we're live in five, four, three. Showtime. Yes, yes, y'all. You know what time it is. It's time for Sports And here's your host, TC and Jake. You ain't like Twister? Uh, you know, it's okay. Uh, well, I hated the game, first of all. So if there's any confusion as to what Twister we're referring to here, I, I, I hated that game. Yeah, that's fine. I just, I think that the, uh, I think I wrote it down because there was a Con Air, which, you know, of course, uh, Con Air is great, but. Yeah. I don't want to die on this hill by, uh, framing it this way, but I, if I'm just saying the truth in my heart, I don't view them as drastically different enjoyable levels. What? I think Twister's a really good movie, man. That shit is excellent. Oh, it's okay, man. But to put it in the same echelon, even it's like almost a different medium. I just disagree like, with that. What are you eating? Golden raisins. Just trying to keep my <laughs> sugars up for the podcast. What does that mean, golden raisins? I don't know. Let me Google. I assume that the uh, the woman on the front pees on them. <laughs> See, that's kind of where I was headed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Grapes treated with a preservative called sulfur dioxide. Yeah, that's what I'm shoveling down. Sulfur dioxide. Buddy, that doesn't sound good. I mean, I understand blood sugar and whatnot. What does that really mean, by the way? Like, do you keep track of, like, what is it? How's that different from being hungry? And I'm not even, like, joking. I hear you say that sometimes. Like, whenever you were telling us about how you carried out on a Wendy's employee. Like, I don't know. Like, that may be affecting me, too, and I just don't know. I just know I'm when I'm hungry. Uh, I mean, obviously they go hand in hand, but like, there's definitely ways you can fuck it up. Like, uh, eating something that, I mean, there's not a lot of foods that fit this category. That's high in sugar, um, but but is somehow uh like keeps your hunger down for a little bit. You're still gonna whatever. I I don't know. I mean, it's mostly just the same thing. You know, okay. I mean, I I I, I mean like. I think that I'm being a little more accurate. Like I, I do believe that the uh, the thing that's triggering your uh, your you know emotional response, like whenever I'm pissed off or uh, what, because I I get pretty mad whenever my blood sugar's down. Like I get very irritable. Like uh, if you think of me as an irritable person, it's because you deal with me whenever I have a low blood sugar pretty commonly. Because I'm I don't know whatever. I'm not here to suck my own dick, but I, I am not an irritable person whenever I have a regular blood sugar. <laughs> like it's not yeah, gonna just go around mad all the on. time. When you have your pissed on raisins. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would say for the podcast, I have found, and I, I'll just let everyone know, I don't feel like my blood sugar is in a great spot right this second. And it's oh, so this is a good test case. It's probably not going to be fixed by these raisins. So I don't want people saying, well, he had the raisins and then he did it anyways. You and I uh, both say, um, a good amount. I think people yeah. may have noticed that over time. Sure. I feel like I do it much less if my blood sugar is in order. I still do it some, but okay. I, I think that it, it's got something to do with brain function of like that, that you know, things just aren't firing as quickly. And so I'm using those filler words more commonly. So that, that that's my primary, that's why I'm always talking about it with regards to the podcast is I feel I have noticed 
that my crutch phrases and noises and everything go up considerably whenever I don't have them, and I uh, or whenever I, whenever I have a low blood sugar, and I really don't like my crutch phrases and noises, so I try to do my best. So you waiting too long to eat your piss grapes is that's why someone could arrive at the ludicrous opinion that Twister and Con Air are in the same stratosphere. <laughs> no, no, I no. I mean, I get it now. You've 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 called yourself out. You could feed me a large steak, and I would still tell you uh, that the reason I enjoy this steak is because it reminds me of one of my favorite movies, Twister, whenever Aunt May gave him the the big meal. You know, and this is a me problem, Mm -hmm. I just can't stand Helen Hunt, and I never have been able to. that is a you problem. Helen Hunt is a fucking America's sweetheart, dude. uh, See, that's not the type... That's that's not for me, man. Like, I And I think it also... I think Mad About You used to come on WGN at like 10 o'clock at night. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, there's a lot of opportunities for, for fun syndicated sitcoms out there. And they give us this hunk of shit late at night. That's That show sucked. She, she kind of looks like a bird. She reminds me of like every teacher I ever had that I didn't like. Uh, she looks like she cries a lot. And I just can't stand her. Now, I don't I even know. Twister's okay. You know, I still think it's okay, but to put it in the same stratosphere, again, as the fucking star-studded cast of Convict Air, you're out of your <laughs> fucking mind. And I'm not even kidding. That may be the best cast of any movie ever made. It might be. That? It might be. I, I, I think others can tie it. I don't think anything can pass it. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, when you're relegating Dave Chappelle to, like, the 10th most famous person yeah. in the yeah. movie, he's just fish food. You know, a guy that they just wasted. Come on. You kidding me? Uh, I would say Helen Hunt. It's not even that I'm particularly attracted to her. Like, she is attractive. I would not say she's ugly or that I'm not. I would just say that she's eminently likable, in my opinion. Whenever I see her, I mean, like, uh, you know, as good as it gets, that's that's an exceptional film. That really meant a lot to me as a youth. I actually haven't seen it, but I will not argue with you because I know that I like curmudgeon Jack. I mean, it's a movie for sad people, and as a 14-year-old, I was very sad and uh, had a female friend who said that it was uh, her favorite movie, and then I watched it uh, in drug school and uh, was like, yeah, this is great. So, anyways. But yeah, she do- she just looks like, she definitely looks like she would yell at someone out of Wendy's. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, the title of the film comes from, uh, he's uh, walking out of his therapist's office. Well, it's a tornado. <laughs> no. So like no. they would commonly call that a twister. Uh, he's walking through out of his therapist's office uh, and walks through like a support group for, you know, whatever, uh, people who are doing badly. And uh, like pauses his stride for a second, looks around at like the ten people, like you know, doing their best to make sense of this world, and just says, "What if this is as good as it gets?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I fuck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, but you know, she was also on the scene whenever uh, you know there was there was somebody that was trying to pay, and then they were trying to pay it, but uh then forward. (laughs) Yeah, 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 she was right there. Whenever he got fucking shivved. She's screaming, no. Yeah. Oh, well, it's not going to bring it back. The knife is already in there. You let this little kid get jumped and stabbed at school after all he wanted to do was inspire the town to do Touched good by deeds. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Whatever happened there? <laughs> well, I think he went in character and said, uh, all was well. 
I just I think about it all the time. He had well, someone I mean, accuse him of sexual assault. He had multiple people accuse him. One, like on the stand, was like, actually, you know what? Uh, I've thought about it. I don't have anything else to say. Then the other one died. <laughs> yep. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. I'm worried, dude. Like he did? Did he well, kill he someone? Rape you? Did Kevin Spacey def- kill someone? A hundred percent. He had somebody killed. Dude, a hundred percent. Yeah. What? What's going on? Like we can't normalize <laughs> that. We already have. We already have. That's I guess the thing. So. He just went in character, cutting up a turkey for Christmas. Yes. Said, you need me. You don't want to know. And then everyone was like, oh, fucking weirdo Kevin Spacey over here. Just <sighs> classic weirdo Kevin. And then oh, arguably that, that used yes, that video that is, to like accuser. telegraph that he was going to do this. <laughs> like, yep. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. So what's the deal with, uh, with birds? What's the deal with birds? Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> we talked about this a little bit on the show today, but Dwight Al. Came uh-huh. back. I heard about that. That that's wonderful. I was I was happy. Three months away, and he just shows right back up. I mean, that's uh, I, I it's my understanding based on you telling me that that's not common for owls, but it is common for birds, so it doesn't shock me. But then they find the same house, like not the same field, and he didn't have like a team. You know, he's not a part of a flying V. He's but one bird. I mean, birds definitely have that. Like, I, I, I don't want to, like, uh, say that as, like, a dismissing of you saying that it's crazy because I fully agree. It is yeah, crazy. that's more what I'm saying. I'm aware that they find places, but... Yeah, that they can is, is pretty nuts. <laughs> I think... I can't remember how Kristen put it. It sounded very stoner, but she was like, I just think animals have a lot more going on than we think they do. I think she's right. No, she is right. Uh, the, the birds thing that's always uh, gotten me, there's a... Uh, uh, Stephen King novel called The Dark Half that's pretty good and uh, has a real bird focus. It's one of those things, like in uh, Cujo, like th- he'll often like throw out a bunch of shit that he like does not attempt to directly connect to anything, but it's just like, basically it's his way of saying there's a lot more going on out there than we think there is or whatever. To just kind of be like, yeah, I'm telling this story, but also like there's a bunch of birds around. So he'll just spend some time ruminating on uh, what, what, what birds are like. And uh, I believe it's from there that I know that there is no lead bird. Like whenever, you know, 20 crows take off from a telephone pole, it's not like they saw one of the crows go and they were like, okay, that's a good call. It's like they have a collective mind. Like, birds in a flock have a way of, like, understanding each other that more or less is telekinesis, but, like, even that is running it through the way our brains work, which just is no relation to how their brains work. I, could, I buy that. It's wild but stuff. It doesn't, really make, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but I buy it. Oh, shit, dude. I just found an oil painting of the Mighty Ducks Flying V. Oh, Wow. How, I mean, I how much are you going to spend on that? Because I know you're buying it. <laughs> it looks like it's only 25 bucks. Oh, done and done. On Etsy. Yeah. I believe this is the Flying V that got blown up, though. Um, not the one that succeeded. But, yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, I know it sounds like a really dumb thing to say, but the fact that that bird... I was very upset when he left. Yeah, you know? no, it was a cool bird. That hurt. And then the fact that he just shows right back up, same perch... 
three months later, two and a half months later, it's blowing my mind. I want to know where he's been. You know, I wish we could sit down and chew the fat. He could tell me about, you know, whatever bird stuff, bird puss. He was, you know, found himself in in his summer vacation. How birds be know. fucking? Birds do be fucking. But how? Well, we could probably watch a video of it. Like they're kind of fragile creatures. Hollow bones, yeah. all that. Would you want to fuck a chick with hollow bones? I wouldn't. No, I think you know where I stand on that. Yeah. I want plump bird. <laughs> you, you, you want something durable. <laughs> <laughs> this has reminded me of... It's been a while, because he's not necessarily doing all that well, but... When I learned from my grandfather that, you know, how like, obviously we use the word, we don't, but people use the word chicks, meaning females. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you've heard derisively the word hen. What are you hens in there clucking about? Mm-hmm. Right. My grandfather's word was pullets. Okay. Have you ever heard that word? Yeah. Yeah. He was telling us a story and he's like, you know, so me and a buddy, he's like, we swing by, pick up a couple pullets. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I remember being like, I'm sorry, back up. And I had to Google it. And yeah, if you Google a young hen, especially one less than one year old, which sort of paints my grandfather in a Chris Chris Collinsworth kind of light. Uh, And, you know, like if if you're saying relative, like how long do chickens live? It's right. Yeah. Like what? Six years. So it's six of the way through their life. That's uh, basically legal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you've ever dated someone who was twenty, then uh, you're 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 in the same boat as uh, old grandpa there. Yeah. Pick up a couple pullets. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to bring it back, but it'd probably get me canceled. Yeah, Someone I don't. Would I would be interested to know if that's like his thing or if it was common. Like, are you bringing uh, it back, or are you just saying something your grandpa individually said? Calling women pullets. Let's see what this does for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's the deal with this uh, with this soup? <laughs> what's what's with all that soup? Yeah. I didn't watch the interview yet. Uh, no, I, I haven't. I haven't watched anything. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had. That's from that interview, right? Uh, the interviewer is Mr. McHale, so I don't think, or maybe uh, maybe he's turning to Ingrant or turning to a, an aide while he's talking to Mr. Or, Talking to Ingraham? I don't know. I don't know. It's not Ingraham. Ingram. Ingraham. Well, you really are lagging with uh, your piss raisins. I think here in about 20 minutes, you're going to be just cracking. Yeah, I don't know. I'm doing my best. I don't watch a lot of Fox News, so I don't know how to pronounce uh, O'Reilly and all those people. (laughs) Yeah. For for listeners who are relatively new, TC, when we live together, would get very mad at how much I like watching Fox News. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, I, I wasn't mad. I was amused. I, I, but it was you know, also I kinda like you it. started uh, with the weed again. <laughs> so I think you'd really appreciate it now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's a laugh riot. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. She's the one who wrote Shut Up and Dribble, and I used to listen to her radio show every day. <laughs> of course you did. You're the best. I did, dude. I was a huge fan of the Ingram angle. I know. I know that you did. <laughs> um, so that's uh, where the flight thing came from, right? Maybe we'll have this audio for Thursday's show because right now I got a fucking bag. You got a, raisins and I got a bag. Uh, I mean, I've got plenty of topics. Hit me. You know, things to uh, prompt uh, discussion questions like, at what price would you sell out a friend? 
Did I do that? No, no, not at all. That's just a... I've had that rattling around in my head. It's the fake hardline meeting whenever they're throwing out topics. Yeah. And uh, Mike's just like, all of them sound bad. I want to talk about my life. Uh, They're they're talking about one of Mark McGuire's friends. Mark McGuire gifted him a baseball, and then he put it up for auction. And uh, Grego says, you know, it prompts a great question. At what price would you sell out a friend? That is a good question. (laughs) It is a good question. A million dollars. It's super dope, though, that Trump is like flat out signing stuff, handing it to people and being like, throw this shit on eBay, 10K. <laughs> it It's dope, but like he just kept saying it again and again. <laughs> I know, but it's cool, though, because like he's cutting the bullshit, you know, and that's what he does. Just kind of speaks so. like me and you. He's on just the Straight Talk guy. Express. Exactly. He was a regular guy who was gifted millions and millions of dollars that had he just put in an index fund, it would be worth more than he is now. But everybody knows that whenever you get something signed, you're at least kind of thinking, what could I get for this? Not and really. I've, I've really never this. had that happen. I do. And you, you don't say it to the person who's signing it. So it would be cool if the person who was signing it was like, ha, watch this, stroke of a pen, 10K. Boom. <laughs> Throw it up there. I don't give a fuck. What is this piece of paper worth to you? Nothing. And what, do you, what, what do you want to bet that that's not the first time that's happened? Oh, my God. Of course not. Like, he says it every time he's signed anything for the last 50 years. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know if those things have actually been purchased. It seems like it would depress the value if he's actually up there saying, hey, rip somebody off 10K right now. Well, in the vein of at what price would you sell out a friend – um have you also hold real quick let's note that i didn't immediately know if i had sold you out or not (laughs) which time (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) i had to do a brief scan and think to myself how have i fucked him most recently well i certainly do that what which one's he talking about (laughs) shit does he know about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i should i should have just uh been fishing like uh twist a little bit there (laughs) yeah i don't know what do you think i'm talking about um yeah so uh uh i assume that you've paid some attention Uh, i i would guess it's showing up in the 130 news intermittently to uh the fact that nearly everyone at fort hood is dead now Dude, I need someone to, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be like a true crime podcast in like a year that just goes through all of this, but I mean, I started looking at some of them whenever they show, whenever they throw out, like it's 19 people or something like some of them are definitely like, boy, that looks exactly like a fishing accident. I'm pretty sure it's a fishing accident. I don't know. I mean, the, the Vanessa Guillen, like it's obvious that dude killed her. Um, but you know, it, I, I think some of it's like the the King Tut thing, or or the the better example is uh, your uh, faces of death. <laughs> the yeah. rest of them died later. <laughs> uh, like everyone at Fort Hood will eventually die. That's true. Um, so I I don't know. I I I don't want to like you know me. I I love mystery. Um, so I, I would love for there to be some kind of explanation or a, a force of evil that we can conquer so that no more people die at Fort Hood of untimely, uh, means, but, uh, I, I, I'm not sure what's happening, but the, in, in the course of reading about it and like, you know, and I don't know, I, I didn't do enough. I would like to do a little more, but I, but I, I was looking into it a bit and saw that there was, uh, uh, someone who was charged 
because the guy who killed Vanessa Guillen um, called a, a female friend and was like, hey, I got a situation here. Yeah, and, she's the one who rolled. And uh, I believe that she helped bury the body and is now facing charges as a result. Correct. And I know that, that one I've kept pretty pretty good tabs on. I know that this comes up on the ticket a lot, obviously, but I had never really like thought of it more than like a like they always frame it as a, who would you call like who's who's the person that you trust enough, and I've certainly thought about that plenty because you know I'm gonna have a couple bodies. I mean, I got a lot of life left in me. Um, and I, I want to be ready whenever the time comes. If you're, if you're first asking yourself the question when the person's, you know, getting cold, like you're screwed, man. Um, yeah. But I, I was then thinking about, like, what if someone called you? Because, like, I was just putting myself in this person's situation, and so I would like to know, like, certainly everyone has someone where if they called, you were like, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to try my hardest to find out, and then. Here's the other list I would like. The list of people where if they called you, you'd be like, you know, if I don't turn this in, I'm fucking getting charged too. Like, my next call is to 911. Like, I'm not helping you bury that body, and I'm going to make sure you fucking get nailed for that. Uh, and I don't know. I don't like interacting with the justice system because I do not uh, think that it and I agree on the definition of the term justice, but I, I think that there's definitely people whenever I, I didn't write it down, but whatever I was initially thinking about that, I had someone pop to mind where I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm calling nine one one on them. The second that they do it, you would call on Saroy. No, I would, I wouldn't call on. Sor- ah, I wouldn't want to. I don't want to be known publicly as someone who would call on Saroy. I don't dislike Saroy. I like Saroy a lot. I would not want him. It's it's more like a, this person has been... Uh, it's a combination of they've been bad to me and I think they're dumb and there's no way they're going to get away with it. I think that Mike would have like a chance. like Not a great one, but yeah, better than I, I think average. I would, I would add in too, like uh, in my head, I would be thinking, well, this is not a one-off deal. Like this person has fucked up enough. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'd be thinking, like, okay, can I? Should I help this person out? But if I do, they're probably just going to do something else dumb a couple years from now. If we get away with this, why don't we just nip this in the bud? Yes. I gotta tell you, dude, you'd be pretty high on my list of people that I would call if I needed. Thank to you. Dispose of something just because. You're sneak. Well, it's not really sneaky. I was gonna say you're sneakily resourceful, but like the hog, man. I mean, just because you don't fit the profile necessarily of someone that you think would immediately be able to track and 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 catch a hog, you did it. And if you put your mind to it, you can pull it off. Now, yeah, I mean, any problem I want to solve, like (laughs) there's there's a tiny part of me that hopes that a a body washes up so that I can find out whether or not I could do it. Yeah, I so I think you'd be pretty high on my list. Um, you probably don't want to call like a family member. But who are the people if they called you, you would be like, yes, absolutely, I'm going. If my brother called, I would help him. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'd help my brother. Yeah, absolutely. Not my wife. <laughs> not your wife. I would help my no. wife bury a body. Absolutely. Why not uh, your wife? 
She's on her own. <laughs> what, however it ended up this way, it was probably on her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not my wife. Uh, I guess I would help you. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I would, would help be you. Very- I would not be like, it's fucking wild in that story about Vanessa Guillen in particular, because now, I mean, the guy was in the military, so maybe he had some sort of access to equipment and, and was kind of okay with the idea of taking a life already. But like, dude, they, they like chopped her up. Uh, like, I don't, well, I know. I just, I just don't have the stones for it. Like, I'm just going to go turn myself in when I realize I've done something horrible because that lady that he called ostensibly did not have a lot of training in this regard or background. And she was just like, put out a cigarette and was like, fuck it. Let's go. I mean, if it was a, like either spend 20 years in jail or chop up this body, I, I feel like you got to try and chop it up, dude. I don't, I don't, I just don't think it would matter. I'm I not think going I would, back. Yep. I'm in. I'm fucked. Hopefully I get kitchen detail or something. I mean, hypothetically, there's ways of doing it without chopping it up. But a lot of the other deaths Your, your there, success rate is lower, but like, you know, whatever. You, you, you can take a try. You need acid, I think. Yeah, that would be great. You but know, then there's the old a Breaking Bad method. Purchase history of you buying acid. Yeah, no, it's tough. That's the problem. That's why I've already stuff. got a vet. Yeah, some of these are like obvious accidents. There's a drowning. There was a car accident. But some of these are... I mean, multiple ones of them are people who had reported abuse by their superiors. Ooh. That's the part that gets like, I'm pretty sure this person that was just found, um, who was found hanging in temple last night. Well, that that oh, could wait. be anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure this one was just last week, like a week ago today he was found hanging. And he had reported sexual abuse prior to his disappearance. And also, Fort Hood bad. has like the highest incident of abuse reported. Now, it's a huge base, so I don't know how this works per capita, but it has the highest number of sold, uh, murders and sexual assault cases among all Army installations. Yeah, it seems uh, very, very bad. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that there's nothing going on there. I'm saying I, I did read through a couple of those, like so-and-so was in a car accident. It was like, all right, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. I see that an hour ago there was a story that uh, the army is changing out leadership. So I feel like this podcast has already produced a lot of results. Um, I also, in the course of researching this, uh, found out why Fort Hood uh, exists and is there. And it's a, it's a short story that I found slightly interesting. Um, it's a World War II deal where uh, because tanks became so prevalent then, uh, they needed a large open space where they could test out and train people on anti-tank weapons. And you don't want to do that if, uh, if like, there's, you know, anything nearby. So they, uh, you know, land was cheap in Texas in the 40s, more even more cheap than it is now. And so they were like, yeah, we're just going to buy a fuck ton of this and go test out a bunch of anti-tank weapons. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I'd love to see a tank blow something up in person. Yeah, or see something else blow up a tank. Um, Speaking of catching a hog, Mm -hmm. now this is risky. Okay. Because uh, you may not remember the details of this either. So I got a a text message late, let's see, this was late Saturday, Sunday, late Saturday night, Sunday morning 
from uh, as it says in my phone here, Steve Jail. Okay. Which is what which is what I have brick yeah. labeled as. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even remember how we Steve, Steve Jail was the, the Epstein fake tweet, right? There was someone, yeah, it was a joke, like someone being like It was Justin Halpern who wrote the uh the Gorilla Channel tweet too. Uh-huh. And it says, I was the guard it was this is an excerpt from a New York Times story. I was a guard on duty when my shift ended, a new guard came. I'd never seen him before. I said, what's your name? And he goes, Steve. And I said, Steve, what? And he looked around for a second and then said, jail. My name is Steve Jail. I was tired. <laughs> and that seemed legit. So I left. Said a staff member, speaking on condition of anonymity, of a not anonymity, anonymity. God damn it. So, so Steve, uh, Justin Halpern made that up. Yeah, and he he was able to post the the article look in the exact same New York Times. Yeah. Uh, so some people ran with it, and i I started referring to I started referring to Brick as Steve Jail, and I believe I am in his phone as Jeff Baseball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which of course is the shirt that the Papa was wearing whenever he told us that yes. the reckoning is coming. Jeff Baseball. Yeah. So, anyways, I take it that you went out to the ranch this weekend. I had a great time. You badass atv video where you fucking moron are not wearing a helmet going like 45 on a four-wheeler that was a mistake i apologize for that that was an oversight i feel bad i like have known people family friends who have been mangled by those things there there was a helmet in the barn at one point during the day i saw it and was like i should put that on whenever i go four-wheeling but i just forgot so steve jail says yes so TC claimed he could easily do some wild ass shit and I plan on holding him to it. Only problem is I was high out of my gourd and I can't remember his claim. It was some wild ranching hunting type claim. Oh, I he don't said, know. Should I, should I ask him about it on the show and see if he, if he remembers? He says, yes, do that. It was some sort of claim where he said like, I could do that. No problem. And all I remember saying back was TC. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I vaguely remember being like, yeah, I, I, can, I can figure that out. Um, but, but I don't remember I just, about what. <laughs> I just said I would count on you to dispose of a body, so you probably could figure it out. But I just imagined you being like, oh, yeah, like hurting 100 cattle, easy. No, no, I got respect for the cattle. We, we, we're up close to the cattle. I see that they have a, a strong will. Um, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I... Uh, I did have a um, situation, I don't know, I need to quit copying the illegal drug use in public settings. So this is a parody. CBD only. Yeah, this is parody. Um, but uh, I don't know, it was, it was your classic situation where I was like, this ain't doing much, I'll take more. And I know my limits there pretty good, so like... It was that I wasn't feeling anything and that I wanted to, like, get somewhere. And I was never, like, at a point where I was, like, too fucked up, but it 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 turned on me. I went to bed, and I, I was asleep for about 10 minutes, and then my bag fell off, like, whatever table that it was on. And it just, this weekend? Yeah, yeah, and it startled me awake. And I, I was in, like, you know, he's got a whole compound out there, so I was in a different building than him. Like, I'm I'm in my own deal, right? So, like, you know, fucking bobcats all around. Who knows what Ghost. kind of tweakers are just roaming the area. Um, yeah, animal ghosts, too. <laughs> yeah, animal like, ghosts, ghosts. Yeah. yeah, all fucking manner of shit. 
Um, so I'm just startled awake by this loud noise that I don't know what it is. You know, like I, I found out in the morning that my bag had fallen. Um, so I'm just like, what's going on here? And then at that point, I'm awake and I realize that it's really kicked in a little bit more than it had whenever I was asleep 10 minutes ago. The worst. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, like there was, a, there was an air conditioning unit that kept on kicking on. And this is kind of hard to describe, but it felt to me like the air condition, like the noise that it made, the noise itself was an evil presence, possibly of a powerful emperor who had, uh, you know, died in the past or, or lived throughout all time. I, I, I don't know. Um, and it's not like the noise made me think that the emperor was approaching and like it was the sound of the emperor. It's like the, the noise itself had fucking substance and, uh, you know, and, and will and was here to fucking, you know, do whatever it's going to do. Um, it was wild. It was wild. <laughs> but yes, that was, that was, that was my experience. Uh, no, it was, so, it's fucking cool, man. <laughs> and dude, I don't know. I don't know what you, Brick knows a ton about cows, dude. <laughs> like it was, yeah, I know it was awesome. Like he would just like, like every cow we would go by of, of all his cows, he's got out there on his family farm. Um, and just be like, you know, t he would talk for like 20 minutes extemporaneously about like, you see these hooves there? That's kind of hooves you want to have. Uh, you, you like that notch right there? That that's a good notch. Um, and you know, I, I, I'm I'm making shit up. That's not what he said, but it was things like that. And I was just like, God damn, man, <laughs> my man's a farmer. Yeah, trying to explain to a couple people on Sunday, we we're watching uh, the stars outside, that you know, because they had seen your video, and I'm like, uh, yeah, and they're like, okay, so explain this to me, and I'm like, what? You're confused by the fact that. The guy that I met whenever he was managing Wiz Khalifa's tour and managing Post Malone and like knows Mac Miller and stuff. You're confused by how he's also a rancher. I don't know. I mean, what what about that doesn't make sense to you? <laughs> I was like, look, I mean, if it's not obvious, I don't know what to tell you. So along the lines of Emperor Ghost. But yeah, I, I, I shot a bunch of video out there, so I will have something up on the YouTube channel in the uh I don't know, probably a week or two. And I posted nice. all the Mike videos uh, that, I, that I took with Mike standing on top of the mercantile. So I just want to let the listeners know that it's up there. He's a no-mask guy, huh? <laughs> you know, I didn't really want to dwell on it, but a lot of people in the comments have, like, uh, you know, really zeroed it. Because he lives across the street. So if it were me, I probably would have thrown one on. But I don't think that it's necessarily a big deal if you're walking to, like, another building in your complex to to throw to not throw one on but then people are asking about it on twitter and he's like yeah hell yeah fuck all that shit and i'm like oh no <laughs> like I, I don't know whatever you're, you're shunning helmets and masks right now I'm, i i mean there's no situation where i'm gonna like fucking lecture mike reiner about like this is what you have to like I, he tells me what to do dude like i take advice from him not fucking the other way around so i i don't know man so we have above our bed um like a swing no it's in the corner um yeah i don't know i don't want to get up and try to give you an explanation of what it's not it's like a it's not a painting it's it is a print and it's i don't know it's a big rectangle and it hangs over the bed and it's not framed it's like it's pinned to the wall and then she puts the frame like around it so like the frame is the only part that's like extended from the wall. Okay. Does this make sense? I think so. It's It only sticks out about an inch. And from afar, it looks like the picture is in the frame, but it's not. There's no glass. And the frame is like independent of the picture. I did not know that this existed. That's interesting. I do now. So 
I think she's been trying to put stuff on our walls without putting holes in the walls, which as Dan's daughter can attest sometimes results in shit crashing to the ground and breaking. Yeah. Because when Dan's daughter babysat for us, we came home and there was a broken picture and she was like, I swear to God, I was just sitting here, which is true because when Dan's daughter babysits for you, when you come home half lit, she's doing homework on Friday night at midnight. Uh, so it's happened before, but I don't know how this particular frame was affixed to the wall. But I want to say Sunday night, maybe Saturday night, crashes down and lands, hits me in the face in the middle of the night. Oh, fuck, dude. That's terrible. And it wasn't heavy enough to like leave a mark. Uh-huh. But dude, if you want to talk about terrible way to the wake worst up. type of panic, yeah. like I was like, we're being attacked. We're being attacked. Yeah. And she was like, it's a frame. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't even fucking know that that thing falling was in the cards. Yeah. So don't act like I'm some huge P because I'm freaking out because I just got smacked in the face with a piece of wood in the middle of the night. Like, I was positive that we were being ransacked. Yeah. Uh, and that I had been smacked with a, you know, a blunt object. There was a time. I, it, it, it honestly, I was not able to fall back asleep. And that was at like 3 a.m. Ooh, at all. I mean, that makes sense. No, dude. Yeah. I was worried. I was terrified. Yeah, I'm with you. I, 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 get I, that. Was, I think I've told you about this before, but when I was a kid, I was deathly afraid of the home break-in. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I was too. Maybe that's universal. Maybe everyone felt that way, but I mean, I was, and it still kind of sticks with me today, dude. I mean, I, I would constantly be hearing noises that I'm like, this is it. But I never was like, oh, it's a, you know, I, I really did not ever believe in ghosts. So I never was afraid of that. But I was deathly terrified for whatever reason that somebody wanted to break into our house and kill us. I didn't Probably have too like, I didn't have a lot of like advanced thoughts on, on whether or not ghosts were there. But I had like a vague, like I was definitely scared of things like that. But I, I don't know that I would have been like, yeah, I'm 100% sure ghosts are real. Here's my evidence. It was just like, like there was definitely a room in the house where I was like, that room is evil. Like I don't mind going in there during the day. It's no big deal. But like just walking by it at night, like I don't like it. Like uh, I think I told Brick this. That, that, uh, that so it's, this is why the the phrase is in my head. If uh, the people who bought the house uh, show up dead, I'll know a hundred percent certainty that it was in that room. Like I'll just like yeah, that for sure. <laughs> like even if it's like heart attack or something. Certainly if it's murder or suicide, I'll just be like, room got to him. Shouldn't have put the bed in there. I wonder what the most popular area of your house to do a murder suey is. Got to be the bedroom. But in, you're speaking of like a guest room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably. I guess common. it's got a closet, but it's it's above the garage, which is not super insulated, so it's not it's the last room you would actually sleep in. It's not important though. I don't know why. I'm when I was a kid, it. when we moved and uh, we moved to the house my parents live in now, which is whenever I thought we were rich mm-hmm. uh, because we had a two story house now. Yeah. Um, I had an opportunity to have, there's one room downstairs and then three upstairs that are all kind of together. Really kind of, I guess it's three, but one of them, there's, there's a fourth one that's kind of a game room. So I don't think that would ever be considered a, a five bedroom house. But anyways, the two that me and my brother stayed in for most of the time were like right by my parents' uh, room. And, and when we first were moving in, there's a room downstairs that they made into their office. Mm-hmm. But initially they offered me like, Hey, you want this room down here? Should have taken it, dude. That sounds. And great. I would have had an opportunity to have 
at 13, maybe 12 when we moved, my own room, the only one downstairs. Yeah, that's your floor. But I didn't take it because I was scared. Uh, I mean, you know, practice. Because it's in the concerns. front of the house. There's like a little bay window there. Like you can definitely see into that room very easily from the street. And I was like, nah, I'm more of an upstairs guy. Yeah, I feel like I would have taken the room. Massive puss move. I was I was craving any kind of freedom I could get my hands on then. And that, that I mean, they never would have offered that to me, dude. No, yeah. definitely not. I mean, they knew your deal. Mine was uh, directly above theirs so that they could hear if I was walking around. Like, I, yeah. I think that that was more of an accident um, because it's not like they were worried about that whenever we moved in and I was three or whatever. But uh, I, I, I feel like if I'd been on the other side of the house, they would have moved me over about the age of 12. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. There. There was one time where. Uh, uh, I mean. I, I think it was because uh, I'd, I'd had a bunch of edibles or whatever um, that uh, I woke up with a Charlie horse and was still definitely fucked up as a result. Uh, and like waking up with pain, it's a fucking singularly scary experience. I do not like it. Yeah. Uh, this came up on the show today too. Is we're just sort of using the the podcast is a companion piece. Where are you at on uh, other languages being spoken porno? I don't like it. It's always, I don't either. I'm, I'm always like kind of pissed off when you just see the thing. You're like, Oh hell yeah. Who's this big titty bitch I never seen before. And then you, <laughs> and you figure out why you haven't seen her before. Yeah. She lives in and, another uh, country. Yeah. I can't handle it. And <laughs> sometimes really you dark. put up with it, but not, I don't, I don't like to. I don't. Uh, I also don't want to give this person's name. Mm-hmm. They listen to the podcast, so they'll hear this. And I don't know if they want their name out there, but friend of the show heard that discussion today and said, "Man, the best porn is check porn, but I can't handle the pretend dirty talk. Nothing makes me realize just how exploited those women are than hearing them attempt English." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it, it, yeah, no, it, it's always a hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's check. <laughs> Yeah, they are the... And they're trying to do English, but it, it's just not, not quite happening for them. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's got, yeah, it has that way too much of that feel. It feels much seedier than, than porn produced in California for some reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it is. I mean, probably. I think that the average woman in, in Czechol- Czechoslovakia, it's not Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic, Czech Republic uh I've, I've been there i know i know what it is i'm not I, I i'm just very dumb um i think that the average person in california probably is richer than the average person in the czech republic so yeah yeah but i'll tell you what dude uh there's advertisements for straight up hookers on tv in prague yeah so they have a you know they have a space to work yeah. without being mm. fear of being arrested are you aware of why everyone is mad on OnlyFans at this woman named Bella Thorne? I saw the brief outlines of it. I didn't really care. Well, I'm interested in OnlyFans, though, like from yeah, a, as but, an economic model. Basically, since we listened to that uh, free Bono podcast, I've been interested in it, you know? Yeah, no, it's super they're, interesting. They're disrupting. I mean, it, you but know, yes. it's, it's the kind of projects that I support because, you know, I'm, I'm all about individual freedom. Like, you know, it's it's super fucked up that if you would like to, if you're willing to have sex on camera, the only way to, like, make a living off of it is some super creepy fucking dude. Because, like, that the uh, the other podcast that, that Ronson made, the Last Days of August one, 
um, you know, really gets into like the the porn producer that she was married to, dating, whatever. Like, you know, talks a lot about him, and I doubt that he's a real outlier. And it's just, you know, right. fucking very controlling meathead, like fucked up guy, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You don't you don't listen to either of those Ronson podcasts and leave with the idea that everyone involved here is really well adjusted. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And the OnlyFans thing, the reason I thought you would find this interesting, because I heard the hard line talking about it and I was like, man, I don't know if they're getting this like maybe they were just doing a different story. But so I wanted to I wanted to see what the deal was. So OnlyFans actually has a like fraud protection uh, stipulation, like in their user agreement, mm-hmm. such that if someone says they're putting X up and they don't, you get your money back. And so she said that she was going to be putting a naked photo up, mm-hmm. and she was not naked. Well, then I therefore that is fraud. All those people can get their money back. Yeah, that's good. So the problem with that is she was charging $200 for the naked photo and she made a million dollars on her first day and a lot of those people wanted their money back. I mean, I think I know what I would do at that point. Yeah, what? Put up a naked photo. (laughs) Exactly. All could have been solved if she would have just done that. But she didn't. And the problem with that is... And I understand not wanting to. But then don't tell people that you will, you idiot. Right. Yeah. And so the problem with that is, is that while OnlyFans is, you know, somewhat of a big deal, it's not like a bank, you know? So they had to process like tons of refunds and it like fucked everything up because they just don't really have the power, the capabilities from a tech standpoint to process a million dollars in refunds and it shut the whole thing down. It cost the company a ton of money. And then on top of that, because and OnlyFans has denied that this is why, but after she did that, they put a cap on what you can charge per post. Yeah. I saw that and they denied and I, I'm kind it's, of inclined. It's, it's bullshit. It's a to B dude. I don't know, dude. I, I, I think that it's like, I'm sure that they encountered other problems, you know, like I'm, I'm sure there was stuff like this or that they had seen like they're they've got, they've got a lot of information they're working from. I don't think that they would jump and make a decision based off one thing. I mean, whatever, I don't know, maybe they're idiots, maybe they did, but they, they seem to have built a reasonably successful platform. And I think the people who do that, uh, you know, are, are, I mean, whatever, I, I guess I'm, I'm extending them a lot of, uh, credit as far as, how good their decision making process is, but um, they're, they're, they can see a lot of what's going on that we can't see. If they think that there's problems arising from people charging like just crazy Wild West prices, putting a cap on it makes sense to me. Well, I think part of it too was that they were trying to stem the tide of other celebrities doing this. Yeah, and, and charging. And I don't like the cap. I, I I wish they wouldn't do it. You know, like uh, for the same reasons I was talking about before of like, you know, I, I prize individual freedom and like it, the the maxing out tips at $100, like I would imagine that there's fucking idiots who will tip you 10,000 bucks because whatever they got it and a lot more than that and right. limiting them to $100, that seems like that could really fuck some people's incomes. And, you know, the, the purpose of this site is to make it so that women don't have to do things that are more, 
you know, unsavory than posting videos of them and their boyfriend fucking. And kind of seems like there's going to be people on the margin that you're shuttling back into the bad system by, uh, by doing that. So I don't know. And I think the other deal real quick is that they changed their payout timeline from seven days to 30. I thought that was like only for international or something. They did later clarify that that would only be in some countries. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Dude, you know how weird it would be like, cause I, now that I've read a lot about this, mm-hmm. not a lot, but more than I had a month ago, just about only fans in general, there are a lot of women on there that they are engaging in sex acts. Like there's women on there who will just suck their boyfriend's dick. Yeah. Like, you don't see the dude's face, but I just wonder, like, if you would ever go for that. <laughs> like, if there's no chance it could be you, uh, identified as you, right? Oh, I'll go you You're one step your... further, bud. I've, I've been setting up my own account. Have <laughs> you really? No, but you I keep on, on there. I keep on fucking around and talking about it. That's how it. you should sell your, yeah, that's how you should sell your, your GoPro content. <laughs> No, no, it's uh here's the business model. I think you're gonna like this. It's a really good okay, idea. Hit. Um All right, sharks. Every single time I jerk off, I'm gonna film me jerking off. And uh I'm gonna put them up there and uh subscription to see any amount of the content is gonna be five thousand dollars per person per month. Bro, you do <laughs> do you not understand how quickly I can scrape together five G's and ruin your life? <laughs> I mean, I, if I'm doing this, it's like, whatever, I don't give a shit. You know, like, you can see, watch I don't me understand how off. they keep people. How does from, it ruin my from, life that someone else watched me jerk off? Like, it might ruin their life, you know, seeing, <laughs> seeing the no, fucking dude, hog, you know, like, you would never be able to get your GoPro content off the ground once I just spammed the internet with photos of you beating off. Uh, you know, whatever. It's me beating off. Like, you want to see me beating off? It's cool. Whatever. Five grand's not enough. You're you need to like make it. it you need to make it like a hundred grand so that you could like disappear for a couple years if you needed to. But I just see it as like a, a Apple watch. I don't think thing. I could get that together. Like whenever Apple was making the Apple watch, they would go to watchmakers and be like, how do you do this? And uh, there was like reporting indicating that the watchmakers were like, would you like a watch that people regard as valuable? Then make it expensive. Like Apple, whenever they launched the Apple watch sold like $10,000 versions. And, uh, <laughs> they were just like we made it ten thousand dollars so that it would so that people would be like oh this is exclusive it's it's worth they're charging ten thousand dollars so in my mind i automatically accept that it is worth ten thousand dollars and uh you know so i i, I feel That's like 5k is not enough <laughs> yeah yeah maybe i mean you know hey of all the parts of the plan um telling me charge more i'll, I'll take that under advisement for sure um but i feel like the rest of it's sound do you have you have a particular angle in mind? No, maybe just like the webcam, like the the little camera on top of the computer. Just turn that on and record. Okay, yeah. I mean, we all know what room this is taking place in. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's all I got. I don't know if you have anything. Well, I else. wanted to talk about the other big porno film. Okay, the Redskins cheerleader porno film. Oh, that's right. We didn't do that. Uh, well, there's been developments, so it's not like we're just going to be rehashing a, uh, a, a week-old story. 
The okay. NFL today, did you see this? You work at the sports station. You probably saw this, right? I did not. Uh, the NFL announced that uh, they are taking over the investigation. Well, the, the Redskins hired, or I'm sorry, the Washington football team hired a, uh, a person who works at a law firm that like does this kind of thing. I don't know if the law firm's name is Beth something or other, if the person's name is Beth something or other. I think it's the person. But uh, they, they, they had opened an investigation. They had hired an independent person to be like, you know, you come in here, ask whatever you want to ask, do whatever you want to do, um, and we'll, you know, then, then we'll move based on your findings. And with Snyder being implicated in the second story by the Washington Post, his spin on it was, I thought that they would not accept my findings, so I asked Roger Goodell to oversee the investigation. Maybe that's true. I mean, I certainly think it's true that people would not have accepted his findings, <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, whatever. However it happened, it's now not going to be that the report is presented to Daniel Snyder. It'll be that the report is presented to Roger Goodell. And here's the other big concession that Snyder made as a result of this. He agreed, and... Uh, reporters will always ask this question and I just thought that I would die having never seen someone say yes as a response. Uh, but the NFL was like, in order for people to speak freely, would you be willing to release everyone from their NDAs? And Snyder said, yes. Whoa. Yeah. So every single person who has come into contact with the Redskins or, you know, the Washington football team and or worked for the Washington football team now has absolutely no legal consequences when speaking to the investigator. Like, it's not like you can go on, you know, Channel 5 in Washington and uh, say whatever. But when they sit down with the investigator, they can tell the investigator anything that happened. So I think the question at this point is, like, is there any way he gets through this? No. They've got the video. Like, the Washington Post has the video. Like, it was hilarious that the uh, broadcaster who got fired was like, this is definitely a lie. I've never heard of anything like that. To say that would be ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> okay, if it was a rumor that, like, may I heard that this video had produced, possibly, but they've got the fucking videos obviously made. Like, you know, whatever. Like, I, I mean, I hypothetically it could have been for something else, but you've got like four people. You've got two different videos, you know, like this happened yeah. in 2008 and 2010 or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I, I think a hundred percent it happened. I think even without that, he's in a pretty rough spot, but like I, I'm really starting to think that like one of the worst shitheads on the planet might no longer be part of our lives within the next couple months. I, I just want to know what if, if that's how you see it or you think that he's going to sneak out of this. Well, I mean, he's very slippery, and I would have thought many moons ago that he would be gone. Um, if for nothing else than just, you know, I don't understand what joy he gets out of this. Like, I think Jerry fucking loves it, man. He's in the mix. His team's usually in the mix. You know, they're at least there at the end. Like, it would be so, I think it would be boring to be Daniel Snyder. Like, you suck. Everyone hates you. There's absolutely no light in this tunnel for you. It's been this way for a long time. Like, it just doesn't seem fun, like, at all. Like, the cool thing about having that much money, like, for example, I think Jim Irsay has fun. Now, he's also possibly <laughs> he has a lot a rape, of different not a rapist, kinds of fun. He's been accused of a number of different things, uh, harassment and abuse wise. Um, you know, 
He's got his substance issues. He buys really cool guitars. I think he bought the original copy of the Bible huh? or something. I swear to God, Jim, Jim Yersay has like the Bible. Like the one that Peter wrote? Let me see. Uh, okay, no. No, no, no. It's much better. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he bought the the founding document of AA, the big book. Dude, that that means something to me. I, I would for two and a half million dollars. I would pay two and a half million if I had it for the fucking the, the original text. Instead of that, I would simply uh, make you jack off like six hundred thousand times or whatever the number would be. Well, I'm <laughs> raising the price. I'm raising it to two point four million to see me jack off. <laughs> I would jack uh, off in public if if I got to uh, have the, the the big book, the original big book. Let's see. Yeah, I could have you jack off 480 times on camera, or I could buy the AA book. No, I'm not agreeing to that. Um, well, you, you well, then I you agreed. You advertised it on your OnlyFans. No, I haven't made an OnlyFans yet. I just said that I. So might. my point is just I don't. I don't understand why Daniel Snyder doesn't just want to sell the team. Like, it doesn't seem fun at all. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it seems to me like a guy who just likes being an NFL owner. Like, you know, I, I told it before, like the the story of, uh, you know, I was just trying to walk through the stadium to get to the press box uh, before the doors opened because I was there to cover the game. And, like, the person, you know, held me up. It was like, no, 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 not now. Got to wait for him to clear out. I think he likes that. I think he likes that experience. I think he likes, you know, sitting in the owner's box. I think he likes talking to the other owners, uh, you know, and like people on the street being like, oh shit, you're Daniel Snyder. Wow, I'm a big Washington football team fan. I mean, he certainly doesn't like talking uh, to, uh, to people. Dude, I think that the average person, like, even if they like, like, you know, we think of like that he's just getting pelted by rotten vegetables all the time. I don't think that's usually how it goes. I think most people fucking curl up and show their belly whenever power walks by. And I, I think that he likes that experience. Maybe, but like I would fucking hug Jerry if I saw him in public. <laughs> well, you saw his and son in public. People, and I think most people feel that way. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I did see his son in public and what did I do? <laughs> Told him you're a big I fan a photo of myself <laughs> hugging him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah, that was a great day. It was. Remember, uh, man, I was getting super bummed out thinking about hanging out the other day. Yeah, just that we're not there. What? How is it? A, how is it allowed? A Future Island song came on. Yeah. on KXD, and I was like, "Damn, this band was so much fun at hanging out." And I just started thinking, "What a great, what a great run we had." I mean, you know, don't don't get bummed. We we can we can do that again anytime you want. I do want to know how it's allowable that uh the the Wade gets to go to Tahoe anyways. That felt like a violation to me. I'm opening yeah, up an inquiry. Yeah, you should. I don't know. I don't know if charges are going to be forthcoming. We'll just have to see. The investigators are going to find <laughs> what they're going to find. Uh man, there was something else I wanted to say on the Redskins thing, but I don't really remember it now. I d- I wonder if the I, w- I just don't think that the video would be enjoyable to watch. Like really, you you you're the richest man in you know or whatever. He's not the richest, but you're you're insanely rich, and like you're so hard up that you just got to see like a nip slip. Like it's not yeah, like that he he's in, included penetration or something. 
But he knows those women, though, and that's what makes it special for him. I guess so, but I I don't think that that would make it special enough, like to have the risk. Like I don't know, man. Just uh, just watch any regular porn. It's probably going to be as good or better. Uh, but he wants. Or, I don't know. You're you. Go buy a hooker. <laughs> like <laughs> it's the power, though. Where he's like, oh, these women work for me, and now I'm seeing them in the vulnerable position. That wouldn't do much for me. Obviously, he's different than I am. He seems like the type of guy who has probably paid to punch a homeless person before. <laughs> yeah. He saw the bum fights. Dr. Phil was like, get that man on the line. <laughs> yeah, he's like, teach me your secrets. <laughs> like, well, you just kind of give him money, Danny. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to it. Um, so I, I want to know... Uh, one, the, the guy that like appears to have propositioned every single woman in the office. I always wonder about Dan's thing of like, do you think it ever worked for him? Because like I I like you just yes. have woman after woman who are like just turning him down left and right. I think it's quite possible that he's just gonna keep going regardless. Just be like like, you know, fucking uh Wayne Gretzky, you miss shots you don't take, whatever. Like, I'm just going to keep on doing it. Yes. But you think that the guy, like someone was like, you know what? Uh, I'm flattered that you think I'm so beautiful. Let's go. Yes. I don't know. And I don't know if they were doing it earnestly or if they were doing it because they thought it might help them get ahead. But yes, you're talking about the scouting guy, right? Yeah, Santos. There's a 100% based on me reading those texts that that has worked for him before. I don't know. I hope not. I don't want to live in that world, but I realize I probably do. That's one thing that's probably been on the decline, workplace harassment, since no one's at work. Yeah, I would hope I'm so. I'm just looking for I'm looking for silver linings. <laughs> thank thank you. You're you're an optimist. Um <sighs> I uh, I did also want to say like especially pending how this investigation goes. This seems like one of the more successful bits of journalism in our time. Like they were talking about a problem and just by talking about that problem appear to have mostly fixed that problem. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, no one will, you know, when they force him to sell the team, I'm sure he'll still go do a spot on Fox News where it's somehow about cancel culture or something. Yeah, but whatever. But yeah. Fuck that. I'm, I'm saying like, uh, you're right, but I, I don't give a shit. Um, I'm saying like, you know, previous, what, the, what they're complaining about is like, this is an organization that women want to work for that they just can't. They flat can't. And it sounds like women will be able to work for the Washington football team in the future, like based on all this. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's awesome. It is awesome. The Washington Post does good work. Yeah. That's my hot sports opinion. Mm. All right. Well, uh, get to jacking off, bud. Hey, thanks, pal. Time is money. You know? I've, uh, Jizz is money. I'm throwing up, <laughs> I'm throwing up the, uh, the GoFundMe as soon as we get done here. And uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> Send me would the money you rather first. Give me, would you rather give me the jack off video for five grand or the valedictorian speech for free uh jack off video for five grand i don't care dude see me jacking off come over and fucking look in my window while i'm doing it i don't give a shit <laughs> good god all right that's gonna you do know it which window today. it is don't throw soup that's it for tonight the high school special is next so until tomorrow for everyone who's been a part of this one i'm tc and jake we do thank you for watching 
de nada.